Hey gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your Motivational High Five on Pain. Let's go. I mean, let's do this. Hello and welcome. Over the last couple weeks, I got a couple new ratings, five-star ratings. That's great. If I, I want to rank up in the podcast, what I've found out is that ratings are weighted really heavily. It really helps the show. If you enjoy this, will you log on to iTunes and will you rate the show? That would be just incredible. We are at 95 ratings. We're, we're closing in on 100. And to, to see the, the triple digits of ratings, that would be just bring me a lot of joy. So uh, thanks for your help in that. On pain today. Have you ever experienced anything painful? Uh, I would assume that you probably have, but pain is hard because it's painful. And we try to avoid pain only to find that pain is unavoidable. If you're like me, you've developed coping mechanisms to deal with pain only to realize maybe later or too late that it's been unsuccessful. You know, in the extreme cases of avoiding pain in addiction, recovering addicts often find and admit that the avoidance of pain is what brought them to their addiction only to discover that their avoidance brought an even deeper and more complicated pain. It's like we throw a band-aid on a cut that needs stitches only to find that it didn't heal. And, you know, we're surprised by that. But also, we also find that there is an affection now that is poorly affecting my immune system and mental state. The avoidance of pain will often bring on a deeper and more complicated pain. And maybe it's not anything like alcohol for you, but maybe it's, it's Facebook. Maybe it's just isolating from any sort of healthy community. Because we know if we're around a healthy community, we will have to confront the pain that we're trying to avoid. What we miss there is that pain is a teacher. Pain is one of the best teachers. If you go the complete opposite, there's a condition called congenital insensitivity to pain. And to me, there's nothing more scary when I think about it. Because I've read cases online of these babies, these children who don't understand pain. If a baby who is teething can't feel pain, they will bite down and they will cause injury to their mouth. And the mother of one of these children online, she says, pain teaches, pain protects, pain can save you from a lot of bad things in life. And when I think about it, that makes complete sense. If I drove recklessly on my bike as a kid and I fell off and skinned my knee, well, I'd be a little more cautious next time. In fact, just today I was walking down a steep hill and I slipped and now I'm feeling some back pain. I'm feeling some stiff neck. And after that fall, I was definitely more cautious. And this is the problem when we try to overprotect our children who aren't dealing with congenital insensitivity to pain. And I know I understand I'm not a father yet and I can't quite understand this and I'm sure I'll go through my own trouble with this. But when we overprotect and we don't let our kids risk, we don't let them experience some pain, that we fear the potential of pain more than they do, that we limit their experiences. Well, this is why they overcorrect. And when they get older, they rebel in such harsh ways because they're not allowed to experience pain as a teacher in childhood. One of my close friends is a brain injury survivor, and he's experienced a lot of pain pain in his life. And with that has come really some incredible lessons learned. 
And when someone has a family member or a friend who's experienced a brain injury, they come to him. And he's able to offer incredible support and things that he's learned in the many years that he's dealt with this brain injury. Cancer survivors are great at comforting those who have just been diagnosed with cancer. Your pain is a gift. It is a gift to the rest of the world crying out for relief. And you can help heal the world by offering your story of pain. Viktor Frankl was an Austrian neurologist, psychiatrist, and Holocaust survivor. A guy who knows pain. And he says this, Suffering ceases to be suffering the moment it finds some meaning. What is the meaning of your pain? You know, we talked about physical pain, but there's a lot of mental pain. And a lot of that has resulted from physical abuse, physical pain. And just as powerful in rewiring our brains is the mental and emotional abuse. And I just want to encourage you that you are not alone. If there's a name to what you've experienced, if there's a name to your pain, you're not the first. But one thing that we do have to approach and we have to realize is that our pain did something to our brains. It, it did some rewiring. You know, if someone said you're worthless, then when you feel worthless, you go there in your mind and you say that to yourself. You become the very voice that you've hated. And that's what pain can do. But when we choose to rewire, we take a proactive approach and we say, I'm not worthless. It becomes a story that has this power to battle what it was by offering it to other people and say, this is my experience and this is what I've learned. And you help redeem and heal others from their pain. And we have to start with ourselves in order to give that to others. And we do that week in and week out at the end of every episode by repeating a positive mantra or maybe a better word for it is an affirmation. We can affirm ourselves and, you know, resulting from the lesson we've learned today. And how we do that is we make a decision right now that either right now or at some point today, we find a reflection of ourselves and we speak a positive affirmation to ourselves. And today's is this. I can accept my pain and offer the lessons I've learned to help heal those around me. And yeah, start in your own world, those around you. That's all you have to do. And you come, you will come up against, when you're ready to share your pain, you'll come up against people who need to hear your very vulnerable story of your pain. And you being brave and taking that initiative to say, ah, this is, I went through a very similar thing and this is what I've learned from it. You're offering someone a gift that maybe they didn't even expect. And that gift, because you've done the work of help of rewiring your brain, that gift is doing the work for them. It's beginning to offer a mental healing. And the moment we re recognize the hugeness of that, we'll never hesitate to take advantage of those situations again. And if enough of us do it, oh man, we can certainly offer so much healing to this very vulnerable, very broken world. But the most powerful point to take home right now is it starts with you. You.